Hey everyone, this is Lindsay Gray from Vecina and the Inadmissible Podcast. I am here today with Vecina's uh, president of our board of directors, Kate Lincoln Goldfinch. And we're here for a uh, not what we would consider a normal podcast episode, but to do a quick fact check and discuss a horrible tragedy that happened uh, when oh, at least 50 people died um, in near San Antonio, Texas. Um, migrants that were traveling in a large truck died of heat exhaustion. So Kate, thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. I am happy to be here with you today, Lindsay, although this is not a very fun topic to be discussing. No, definitely not. Um, and so you know, it's been across the news, this horrible tragedy that at least 50 people died, at least 16 more have been taken to a hospital to treat heat-related illness. And uh, I think our, our main thing that we want to talk about today is actually a tweet by the Texas governor, Governor Greg Abbott, who said this on Twitter, at least 42 people found dead inside truck carrying migrants in Texas. These deaths are on Biden. They are a result of his deadly open border policies. They show the deadly consequences of his refusal to enforce the law. What's your immediate response to that, Kate? It's, you know, it's shocking. You think you wouldn't be surprised when it happens since it happens so often, but Governor Abbott is actually saying the opposite of the truth in that tweet. Um, the the truth is, what happened is is related to our closed border policies and the inability of migrants to seek safe access to asylum protections in the United States. Because we can talk details, details, but the borders have been completely shut down to asylum seekers for years now, and the bottom line is people put themselves in that horrible, dangerous situation because it was the better alternative for them. That's what we have to think about. Why would someone put themselves in that situation? Would someone climb into the back of that tractor trailer with their children if we had an open border? That just doesn't make any sense at all. The reason people did that and put themselves at risk like that is because the alternative was worse for them. And so it's infuriating to see our supposed leaders lying, telling the, uh, the exact opposite of the truth. Yeah. And I think I, I testified on asylum issues and border policy issues before the Texas State House Homeland Security and Public Safety Committee back in the fall. And I remember hearing a number of times this concept of open border policies and my head almost exploded. And because that is, again, as you were mentioning, Kate, the opposite of the truth. And just to be clear for anyone that's listening, Kate and I are not, you know, um, champions of Biden's immigration plan. This is not for us a Democrat versus Republican thing. This is, you know, a chain of border policies that have crossed administrations that have really, I mean, caused death as we see today um, and, and so much suffering of asylum seekers who are simply seeking safety for themselves and their families. And so 
I want to take a step back and talk about the law, right? Because there's also a whole lot of stuff thrown around about quote unquote illegals and asylum seekers are illegal and it's illegal to seek asylum. But our law provides that someone can come to a port of entry and request asylum and say, I'm afraid to go back to my home country. Please, may I ask for asylum? And that actually is true, regardless if someone comes to a port of entry, which is, quote unquote, the legal or permissible way to do it, or if they cross in between ports of entry. Irrespective, that person has a legal right to seek asylum. Now, in the last several years, we have seen a a number two, specifically border policies that have almost completely thwarted (laughs) that legal right. And the first is the migrant protection protocols, which went into place uh, sort of wide in a widespread way in 2019. Kate, can you explain what the migrant protection protocols or MPP is? So migrant protection protocols was a, was a policy that came in place during the Trump administration, which said, we will allow asylum seekers to apply for asylum, but we will kick them back to Mexico and they will await their hearings in Mexico. And when that policy went into effect, we really started to see the rise of refugees from around the world living in Mexico, many of them on the border between the U.S. and Mexico, and those migrant tent camps would pop up. These tent camps are, you know, makeshift refugee locations that don't have the support of the U.N. or the Red Cross, for example. And so clothing, shelter, health care, food, you know, schooling for the children, et cetera, was all provided by volunteers, if at all. And the people living in these tent camps um, were very vulnerable to cartels and to being kidnapped. And it's very common. In fact, I think, wasn't it this, was it Vecina's own study, Lindsay, that looked at the 900 families that the organization helped last year and 45% of them had been kidnapped? Yeah, so it was about 408 families, which was 1,200 and I believe 78 individual people, and about 43% of them had been the victims of either kidnapping or attempted kidnapping. Right, and so what has happened is migrants stuck in Mexico have become very vulnerable to violence, and that really kicked off with the MPP program, but then of course it got worse with Title 42, which I'm sure you'll be discussing next. Yes. So, okay. So MPP went into place in 2019. It became pretty widespread over the summer, I believe. And then in March of 2020, COVID hit. And then we got a new policy, which we commonly refer to as Title 42, because that's the aspect, that's the the section of law that the, the order comes from. And basically what happened is the previous administration put pressure on the CDC to issue a policy closing the border sort of under the guise that it would protect the public from COVID-19. And I use the term under the guise because many public health officials from the CDC itself and beyond have come out and said at the time and since and many since then that this policy did not and does not protect us. Um, And now we see essentially open border policies to everyone else with the exception of asylum seekers. Um, So I want to talk about sort of, you know, especially given Abbott's tweet about the Biden administration's role in this. And so 
MPP was put in place by the previous administration, as was Title 42. The Biden administration issued an order to end MPP almost immediately when Biden took office and MPP began to wind down and people who had been in Mexico waiting their hearings were, were allowed into the United States. But then a court order from litigation required it to start up again. And so MPP has started up again. And um, so now we are in what people refer to as MPP 2.0. Then with Title 42, that stayed around, you know, the Biden administration intentionally kept Title 42 around for quite some time to um, many immigration advocates' surprise, I think, especially as I just mentioned that the border started to open to pretty much everyone else. And then the administration, I believe in March or April of this year, issued an order saying that Title 42 would end in May, but litigation was filed regarding Title 42. And so Title 42 remains in place. So, yeah. And, you know, if it's okay to just opine here a little bit, Lindsay, I think that you know, what we saw during the Trump administration was a laser-focused president and administration on impacting immigration regulations and policies, so much that there was something almost every few days coming out from the Trump administration. We have not seen the same energy and fervor on the part of the Biden administration in its job of reversing everything that happened. And one of the ways that, in my view of all of this that this has played out is that the Biden administration will make a sort of half-hearted effort to revoke, cancel, walk back a Trump-era policy, almost, I think, expecting litigation to be filed by, you know, Ken Paxton or one of the conservative states, and then they forum shop, and so conservative judges will issue injunctions on these policies implemented by the Biden administration. And then they get to sort of throw up their hands and say, oh, well, you know, we're bound by the courts. We can't really push that far. When in fact, they probably could follow the Administrative Procedures Act and push harder and try more and more and more things to walk back policies. And so that's part of why I have been uh, a little frustrated and disappointed in the Biden administration's um, efforts to affect border policy, because what it feels like to me is that we are just living in the Trump era in terms of border enforcement and border policy, because Biden hasn't really effectively changed anything. And therefore, Greg Abbott's tweet is a complete lie because we don't have open borders. Not that that's the goal. The goal isn't open borders. The goal is to get back to the 70-year-old promise that this nation made after World War II to protect people who are fleeing persecution. And why do we know we're talking about asylum when we're talking about 50 migrants who died in the back of this tractor trailer? Because people who have a nice life, who are living and maybe just wish they had more money and they're living in Mexico, don't climb themselves and their children into the back of a tractor trailer like this. So that's why I know that the majority of these people are asylum seekers is because they were desperate enough to put them in a danger, put themselves in a dangerous situation like that. There is this whole other conversation about well, what if they were just migrants seeking a better life? And the response to that is, 
That's Congress's failure. The reality is that in the United States, we need immigrant labor. We need immigrant innovation. The jobs are here available for the immigrants. And so if they can get themselves here, they will find work. And so what that means is that our immigration laws do not reflect the actual needs of our economy. That's a whole separate podcast topic, but this might this this truck full of dead migrants is about asylum and our failure to provide access to asylum for migrants who are fleeing persecution. At the end of the day, that's what we haven't done. And so, yeah, the traffickers are bad people. Super bad. Human trafficking awful. Whoever left those people in that truck is a bad actor. And our failure as a nation is to not give those 50 people in that truck the opportunity to come to the border and say, hey, I'm really scared of my country. Can I apply to stay here? That's what we did wrong. Yeah, I completely agree. And I I think, you know, in terms of the Biden administration's motivation or lack of motivation. I'm sure that there's a mixed bag there. I'm sure as it makes up, you know, it's comprised of many individuals. I'm sure some are highly motivated. I'm sure some are um, looking at the political angle, maybe most. And then, you know, some are are um, just not energized by making any real change. But in any event, um, we wanted to hop on real quick and just do a fact check on this tweet. Um, you know, again, Kate and I are not uh, champions of the administ- of the current administration, as we both have just expressed. Um, but I think that the the rhetoric that the current border is open, especially open to displaced migrants or migrants fleeing their home, um, is is just a lie. And so we felt like we we had to get on here and set the record straight. So thank you, Kate, so much for joining us, and I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thanks, Lindsay. Bye, y'all.